What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 69. <laughs> giggles, 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 right? That we did in school. When they said the number 69, you were like, 69. And we'd all laugh. Teacher be like, knock it off. Teacher might know. Teacher might not know what it was. <laughs> For those of you out there that don't know, the number 69 is also very notorious with a sexual position because the number six, the way the numbers line up with each other is that position. If you don't know it, I'm sorry you don't know it. And if you just Google it, I don't want to tell you. And then when you do Google it, you might find some crazy shit. But if you're that conservative about, about porn, about sex, then this podcast is not for you. Now this episode, I get a little crazy, man. I'm, I'm going to go into porn. I'm going to talk about my history with porn, the history of porn. I get all, I'm, I go all over the place. I don't know if it's a good podcast or not. But if you don't want to hear about porn and sex and masturbation, then this is, then you should just wait for episode 70 on Thursday. Uh, I had a bunch of notes for the intro here. Let me f- find it without making a bunch of noise. Oh, you guys. So, yeah. So, this is porn-based. This would be my theme for episode 69 is porn. So, all of my uh, my podcasts, all, uh, not all of them, but most of them, unless it's like some rant and rave one that I do, I'm going to try to get a theme out. I'm going to try to find something, uh, a topic to talk about, even for a few minutes. Something, give me something to research. It's like, I, I feel like I'm getting too fucking lazy. Like, I need to put in the work. You need to put in the time. Like, if you want to be good and you want to put out good content or you want to be good at something, you got to put in the time no matter what it is. I, I preach that shit all the time. And you guys are sick of hearing it. I'm sure of it. Next surgery, countdown, two weeks. Two weeks away. Uh... All true called me today for some prep stuff and uh, was talking to me about it or whatever. Uh, like I told you guys, I'm I'm welcoming it. I don't know if it's cold weather or what, but I've been sore as fuck lately, and I'm just ready. I'm ready for this pain to go away. And I know I'm probably gonna have some complications of surgery, or for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be fucked up. But that's what you get for doing the shit that I did, and you can't regret it now. You just gotta, you just gotta live. You know, you gotta like pump the brakes. You know, I lived my crazy physical fighter life, military life. Now it's time to live the podcast life where I get to sit down and just talk. Ain't nothing about this. This don't hurt nothing. My throat, my voice, but it's a step in my life that I got to take. And I also got to do that with my job and everything else. You know what I mean? Like I have these neck problems. I can't be a welder no more. Uh, A welding is like if I can keep running the robot and do other stuff like that. And I'm down for that for real. Uh, But welding as a job, like wearing a helmet and all that stuff is probably out of the, out of the picture now for me. And I have a lot of thinking there to do too, but. Uh, it's in my mental, my mental, uh, my mental health priorities. It's just not there right now, you know. And PS Industries is a great place to work, and I'm not saying I'm going to leave PS Industries. I'm saying I might go back there, and, and hopefully I can get, you know, involved in something that is a little less impact, you know. And they wanted me to do that in the first place. I just can't. I went back there, and they were like, "Dave, don't fucking work yourself to death." And I'm like, "Okay." And then I went back there, and it was like I worked myself to death because that's the kind of person I am, you know. And I was feeling good because my neck was fixed again and all the pain had been gone and I just felt like fucking Superman again and off to the races. So this time around, after surgery is over with, uh, I'm going to rec- do it all right. I'm going to recover very smartly. Uh, no one's going to be choking me for at least a year, you know? I'm going to get to the gym. I really am. I'm going to get in there and do my things. Uh, not do my things, like do drills and hang out and stretch and pass on my knowledge of jujitsu, my love for it, my, you know what I mean? When other people see uh, somebody, when I, when you go to the gym and you see somebody who's been in, in the game longer than you, doing it, grinding it harder than you, and their attitude about it is, is positive and it's funny and it's interesting, like you, 
it makes you want to go back. It makes you want to like, man, like that guy's been doing it as long as he has. And he's, he loves it even every day. He loves it even more. Like he's not getting sick of it. Steve's been doing jujitsu for 30 years and you can be sick of it by now, but he loves it even more every day. And that's, that's jujitsu, man. If you really get into it and you really love it, that's how it becomes. It's crazy. Shout out to progressive martial arts. If you want to do jujitsu and you're in the Grand Forks, North Dakota area, progressive martial arts is the place to do it. Not a sponsor, none of that shit. But I just love uh, Ken and Josh and those guys, and they uh, they put on it's such a family atmosphere there. You guys got to go there and train with them. They're the best. Shout out to you guys. Um, my grandkitties are staying with me right now. So, do you know, like her last batch of kitties, she had the five boys and one girl. I know I talked about on the podcast before, and the one girl is like this super rare color. She came out looking almost black with a little bit of orange in her, and now there's like way more orange popping out. She's not cal- She's not considered a calico cat. Uh, she's almost considered like a short-haired tortoise shell, but she's not. She's like a sort of calico, a black and orange mixed cat. And she looks really cool. I love her coloring. She is a sweetheart, but also very mischievous. Yes, I did just burp right there. I'm a fucking savage. Jesus. And then I'm bumping the mic left and right. Doesn't matter. And then Scorch is here too. He's just a little one of the. He's just one of the five boys. I don't think he was one of the ones that was too... There was one that was like... There was a couple that were really orange and one was really tiger-stripey. And I don't. I think he was just one of the plain ones. But he's cool. He's got a lot of personality. They're so young still and they're just fucking running up and down the house all night long, bouncing on shit, climbing up the curtains. They're just doing kitty things and I don't know. I don't hate having them here. I love kitties and they're sleeping right now. They're not distracting me, so we're good. Uh... I'm not keeping these fuck cats forever, though. I don't know. Kelsey and her boyfriend thought it'd be fun to adopt these kitties, and uh, there's some stuff going on in their little young lives, having drama already. You know, welcome to the world, but where, like, I'm hanging on to these kitties for them, and I am not. I'm not going to be that cat guy with three cats right now. Maybe. I don't know. I love cats so much, dude. There's, like, cats in the trailer park right now that are, like, get abandoned all the time, and there's one that comes up here, and I give him food every once in a while. Don't feed the cats, Dave. I don't care. I can't help it, man. I love animals. I love cats. I love dogs. Yeah, I just, I feel, you know, I got a heart. I can't help it. And that's crazy from a kid who grew up, like, killing. But I think it's because you don't, growing up, like, we killed animals. We hunted. We did stuff. But it was for food and fur. And I think, it, I don't know. I still love animals, you know. We killed a lot of animals growing up. And I shot a lot of deer. I shot a few deer. Not a lot. But raccoons, uh, coyotes, skunk, fox, you name it, we shoot it. Birds, you name how many birds, geese, ducks, pheasants, doves, grouse, shot them all. Did a lot of hunting growing up. Didn't though. Then I joined the military and I didn't didn't do as much. But oh my god, you guys, this is the intro, and I'm on a fucking rant about hunting growing up. Okay, last thing I'm touching on, and then we're gonna get into the fucking porno podcast. Uh, I got this driving app. I can't remember. I should probably know what it's called, but it doesn't matter. Find a drive. There's these driving apps out there now, and I'm trying to like better myself by not texting and driving as much. And they they say they pay you money, but the one that I have, it doesn't really pay you money, but you can use the money that you build up. I have like over $80 already on the account, but I can't really buy anything, but you can go to these weird websites and use it there and buy really weird stuff like jewelry or candy. But fuck, I don't know. Maybe I need some jewelry and candy in my life. But... All I'm saying is, uh, while you're driving, you guys, put your phone away. Don't be so distracted. Guilty. So guilty of it. That's why I'm trying these these apps and stuff. And I still text and drive all the time. But 
I'm trying to be better about it, and you guys should too. Uh, if everybody out there is texting and driving and not paying attention, somebody's bound to fuck up, and then it's a stupid way to go out, you know, or kill somebody else. Guilty of it too. But uh, that's it, you guys. Hit me up, davespodcast1 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, feedback, you want to be on the podcast, uh, you want me to talk about something on the podcast, hit me up there. I'm Funny Welder on Instagram, Funny Welder on Twitch. I've been streaming. Uh, I think this is Dave Helmberg on YouTube. Uh, I stepped away from doing um, doing these live and streaming them because it was almost too much of a distraction right now. I need to get more reps in. I need to do more podcasts. I'm just going to stick to the audio version of it right now. And I think a lot of people are going to watch. They listen to the audio anyway. I don't really li- watch any podcasts. There are there have been times where I've been bored and sitting at home and I'll put up YouTube and watch one of Rogan's new ones that I haven't listened to yet and just watching it. Watching it's cool because you can see the videos and the stuff that they pull up and the stuff they're talking about. Like Jamie's always pulling up pictures and videos and websites and the stuff that they're talking about. And it makes it kind of neat. So you can kind of see it. But at the same time, 99% of the time, not more than that, uh, I'm audio only and just listening to it in my car or while I'm in the shower or just hanging out. So... Funny Welder, hit me up, you guys, on anything. Uh, Follow me, like it, like it, share it, everything, you guys. I need you guys to help me out. Uh, Without without the support of your fans and your community behind you, like, uh, it's a tough road. So if we all help each other uh, in, in in whatever it is in life, if everybody were to help one another or just you help the people that live next to you and they do the same thing, like, what a world we'd live in, right? I'm going to get off my crazy soapbox. Enjoy the porno podcast. Episode 69, you guys. Later. Hey, what's up, everybody? what is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, you guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Later. So, here we are. Episode 69 of the Dave Cast. And I have to do something either like sexually or something. I'm going to I'm gonna get into porn, man. I was like, I'm not getting sexual because my dumb ass, like, I'll say a bunch of shit on here I don't want to say about my personal life. Like, I know I get personal sometimes about a lot of stuff. And I'm really not ashamed to get on here and say it. But I think right now is just we're going to hold off on getting too crazy. And I know I'm going to get I'm gonna get carried away when, even when I'm talking about porn. And I'm going to probably go down weird rabbit holes and say shit that some of you guys might get uncomfortable with so right now like if you personally know me really well or something and you just don't want to hear about possibly my porn habits which probably which if you're looking at porn and not masturbating that's a weird whole thing on its own so obviously most people look at pornography to help uh guide them in masturbating or whatever assist them in masturbating right uh most men that i know uh most Males that I know are somewhat addicted to porn or like porn, and it's okay. It's okay to like porn, you know? It's like, it's it's almost be it's more normal to like porn than it'd be like to not like porn. And if you don't like porn, that's okay too. Jesus, it already, see? It's already started bad. It's already started crazy. Uh, We'll get into that. Then I'm going to get into like the whole history of porn and all this other stuff. I'm going to get into like, my first experiences with porn uh, as a little kid and 
just we'll go from there. You know what I mean? Uh, the porn, the porn, pornography, and just that shit has been around forever. Before you could even print or whatever, there was drawings, um, engravings. There was porn, pornography engraved in walls of caves by the cavemen. You know what I mean? Since the beginning of time, people have been obsessed with sex, and it's just it's to procreate. You know what I mean? Every everybody's everything's obsessed with sex. It's how you make more of your species and you pass on your DNA and everything. Like it's just nature's, you know, it's just nature's thing. And that's, it's, it's normal. It's very normal and it sells, you know what I mean? And that's why the porn industry is, has blown up and, and become the way it was because ever since people could doodle on the ground in the dirt, somebody would draw a dick and a vagina and some titties and you know what I mean? And that was the first porn. And Eventually it became, you know, like more better drawings and this and that. And uh, a lot of it by the time the 18th century came around, uh, France, yeah, I mean, who would have thought, right? France would be the leading country uh, when it comes to porn and like, or, yeah, porn pictures and stuff. But as soon as trade, trade happened and other countries started trading with each other, porn got introduced, would be introduced to places that didn't really everybody had it already, but different types, different styles. There was probably countries and, and areas that were very religious and were very against those kind of things and made it even more for, which was made it even more forbidden, which made people want it even more. So things that are forbidden, you're not supposed to have, like people are, it just makes people want them even more. You know, anything that's taboo and there's like this, this bad aura around it. Like people are get they flock to that kind of shit, man. It's fun being bad, you know? Anyway, back to ta- Back on topic, well, as soon as the printing, like, not the printing press, but uh, uh, as soon as, like, you could take photos uh, with a, when we had photography, uh, obviously people obviously were taking pictures of each other naked, uh, having sex, and that's when porn really took off is when uh, they, there's this process called halftone, and I learned this today. Like, I'm learning things, researching weird shit for the podcast but halftone was a printing procedure that was for black and white, but he used dots, and it, it made it way faster to replicate pictures. So you could like it was just kind of the first way of copying pictures. So and that like helped the porn industry huge. They could start copying all these naked pictures, um, and or pornography pictures, and you know then they could mass uh, uh, produce. Not they mass produce them, but they mass uh, distribute them, sell them, uh, whatever they do. You know. And, uh, and then obviously, uh, once you had, you know, pictures and all this other stuff. So like growing up, uh, my first, obviously my first, uh, interactions with porn, uh, was porno magazines. Like nowadays the internet, when you have having the internet in your back pocket or in your, in, on you at all times, you have access to everything and anything. And yes, that is all in any kind of porno you can think of naked pictures, videos, um, uh, Anything, any fetish. If you can think of a gross, disgusting fetish, just to be weird, like I'm gonna think of one that nobody think nobody probably has. Like somebody has it, like some crazy shit, right? So, uh, my first, you know, my first introduction to porn was porno magazines, and I remember being over at like my friend the Newman's house, and we were all playing football and hanging out, and somebody, I don't know what it, one of them was like, hey, do you guys want to go check this out over this barn? The neighbor's barn. I don't know why we went there. 
So we go over to this neighbor's barn and we're up in the loft and like all of a sudden here were these magazines and they're flipping through them and it was the first time I'd ever seen a porno magazine and it was just like, I was hooked and in love ever since, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy how like that, that sexual urges are just so ingrained in a, to every living species, you know, to, to procreate and pass along your DNA. Like as soon as I saw naked women, it was just like, I got to see more of those, <laughs> you know, and then, and then still to this day, you know, it's still happening. So I fucking, fucking wandered big time on that one. But that was like my first experience seeing a magazine. Right. And then getting, as we grow up, uh, dad would have magazines stashed away here and there. But I remember, and then, you know, we'd, you go try to sneak them and stuff. But I grew up in a house with seven people. I had three sisters younger than me, all the same age and an older brother. And then, you know, my stepmom and my dad all in the same house. And you like, you had to be sneaky about it. I mean, I could, this is where I I'd get weird. Like you guys, if you guys want to learn a lot about me, like there's times where I would sneak a porno mag off in my pants I'd stuff it down like my pants, like I was stealing it and go hide off in the woods somewhere and masturbate out in the woods. Do you guys want to hear that about me? I don't know. But little boys, man, we'll do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? Like I hid a porno magazine in the bathroom where no one, where I would think no one would find it. And that way I didn't have to go. That way it was already in there and I could go in the bathroom. And But my the bathroom didn't even lock. So you got to, dude, we got, we walked in on each other peeing and pooping and whatever growing up. Peeing and uh, I could just said I'm going to the bathroom, but showering, everything, uh, everything, like you had no privacy in the home growing up. So like, but you still found your time to like, look at your porn or whatever. And then I remember finally when, uh, I found dad's, like the first time I found a VHS tape, <laughs> cheerleader diaries too, or something. My parents had a waterbed and they had these drawers on the bottom under, underneath the waterbed to keep things in. Well, you pull one of these drawers all the way out and then behind it, like you could hide shit or put shit down there or whatever. You pull one of these drawers all the way out and there was like a stack of porno mags, the VHS tape, and then a Polaroid, a couple Polaroids of my stepmom and lingerie. So you'd kind of like flick those off the tapes and then you'd grab, you know, and you grab the tape and go and like probably watch it as fast as you possibly can because you didn't know how much alone time you were going to have in the house and a lot of times it was like the family would be like, it'd be Sunday and everybody like, we're going to go to, not Sunday. I don't know what day it would be. Maybe even a Sunday. Uh, I don't feel like we would have did it on a Sunday. Maybe like a Saturday. Uh, everybody's like, we're going to go to Watertown. We got to go to Walmart. It was the nearest, it was 45 minutes away from Millbank. It was the nearest Walmart and the nearest like better shopping shit or whatever. So they're like, we're all going to Watertown. And then sometimes they would force me to go and make me go with. and But other times they'd give you the option and you'd be like, I'm like, I don't want to go. And then everybody, my sisters would always want to go. Uh, I don't know, my brother, I guess, would want to go or whatever it was. But like, as long as my sisters and my dad and my mom were all gone, like, it was peaceful. And you could just fucking masturbate in peace and not have to worry about somebody catching you. <laughs> but uh, so you get this tape and you do your thing with it. But uh, you had to remember to, like, rewind it back to where it was or you'd be afraid dad would, like, know you watched it or something. Like, you were that paranoid about it. And you had to put all the, everything back together the way it was, stack it all back up, put the fucking Polaroids of my stepmom back on and, like, put the drawer back in. And, yeah. I remember dining my brother out for having porno mags under his, uh, under his bed 
or he was hiding him in his dresser somewhere, and I dimed him out because he dimed me out for shoplifting. So I kind of feel bad now. Like I still, I wish I would have been the bigger man there and not snitched on him, but he snitched on me. But it is what it is. That's just a funny thought I had when thinking about porno mags and whatever growing up. <laughs> so that's kind of some porn history for me, you guys. I guess I don't know. When I joined the Air Force for a while, I got I bought like those gone the girls gone wild DVDs thinking it was like porno and it's just girls flashing their tits the whole time and you really can't even masturbate to that. It's kind of a waste. Yeah. I don't know where that came from either, but I don't know. I didn't buy a lot of DVDs and stuff over the years. The funny part is is when you're in the military and we'll get into the digital era here in a minute like on the on the internet and stuff, but you once we got into the digital area where era, uh, era where you have like digital porn like saved on your computer on your phone uh it was like it's just a whole new level of everything once they hit the internet it was just it was just nuts when you have free porn in anytime you want to look at it like in your pocket like there's jokes about people looking at porn in the bathroom or masturbating in the bathroom or whatever i guess if you're looking at porn and not masturbating it's weird to me so if, like if i talk about looking at porn just 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 know that just some masturbation's happening while that porn is being watched. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said this episode is gonna be fucking weird. But I don't give a shit. It's it's part of life, man. And porn is a huge, huge industry. Back on subject though, but like when you go when we would deploy uh or be T D Y, you'd run into other people and we'd have these massive hard drives at the beginning. Obviously they got smaller and stuff, you have these big massive hard drives and we would trade them with each other and you would like you you take each other's music and you would take each other's porn and I remember at one point, I think I had like over five gigs of porn on this hard drive. It was nuts, and I remember watching pretty much all of it too. I'd watch and I'd go. It's just ridiculous. But when you're when you're deployed, and you've got to do what you got to do, and a lot of times there wasn't women around, or you were either in a relationship or married, and you were deployed and you couldn't fuck around, or most people didn't. You know, if you were a good person, you didn't. So he's porn to get through it, and, you, and nothing wrong with that, obviously. I have fucking mentioned looking at porn and masturbating since I could probably remember. I knew this, I knew this fucking episode was going to get weird, and it was going to discourage me, but we're going to keep him fucking going. Uh, I did a bunch of notes, and I really haven't looked at them too much. But you guys know how I roll with notes and all that other shit. Uh, the digital era with porn, I guess. Um, you can get into, like... With the internet now, so there's like a huge subculture. It's the cam girls. There's these girls out there that uh, it's like streaming in a way, like video game streaming, where you go and watch some guy play or some guy or girl play video games. And sometimes they have a camera, sometimes they don't, and you can see them and not, and just hang out with them and whatever. Well, there's girls that do that, but they're not playing video games. They're playing with themselves. And there is actually a very big subculture of this. Uh, there's also a big subculture of couples who have their own website or their own page where you can go there and subscribe and pay them money to watch them have sex, watch them do different things. Uh, a lot of homemade porno that's going on now where like couples at home will make their own porn and then they get some pretty good cameras nowadays and they can get some pretty good quality. And the porn industry is huge and sex sells, like I said, from the beginning of time, like sex sells. But being, but being that porn is free on the internet uh, it actually has hurting a lot of porn stars. I was listening to some podcasts. I've listened to a couple different podcasts that had porn stars on as uh, as their guests, and they were talking about how 
like let's say Pornhub uh, or porn or you you porn or uh, RedTube, any one of these what these free porn sites that you go to and you can watch porn for free. Well, all that stuff has pretty much been uploaded. I, I don't want to say illegally, but as soon as like let's say Rachel Starr is one of my favorite porn stars, and Robin's laughing right now because it's she looks just like Robin. It's hilarious that one of my favorite porn stars looks like my ex girlfriend or whatever, but. It's, it's, it's funny. We joked about it all the time. And, but anyway, she talked about how, oh, how, uh, these videos, when they pop up on one of these free sites, uh, she, her and her publicist and everybody or whoever, people who work for her, uh, try to like get it taken down as soon as possible. And I guess these sites, they take it down right away. They just, I don't know. They just allow everyone and anyone to upload whatever videos they want to it. And, uh, if people complain, then they just take it down right away. But there's so much being uploaded. This It's just endless videos. Like, you just, you know, you can go on there every five minutes and there's new videos on there. Not that I ever, I would ever go on there every five minutes or nothing like that. But uh, I have my favorite porn stars, uh, certain kinds of porn. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it, but I would say I think I'm pretty conservative. I know some people, dude, I know some people that look at some, or look at and watch some crazy shit and, I can only imagine, you know what I mean? The mind gets bored with whatever, with certain things, and we got to stimulate it more and more, you know, whether it's porn or light, you know, like just anything, like social media, uh, flashy fucking everything on YouTube nowadays, videos, everything's got to be more catchy and just everything's just more, just fucking more intense. It's the only way I can really put it, but <sighs> I don't know if I hit everything that I wanted to talk about in porn, but that's how it comes out. I write it all down. I make some notes. I sit here and I just go with it. And I hope it makes. I hope it makes sense. I hope. I hope it don't sound too fucking ridiculous. I never thought I'd sit here and talk about porn, but I'm gonna start trying to do this theme-based podcasting. And episode 69 only made sense, you know. And oh, I was gonna get into why it's 69. You know what I mean? And I'm everybody. If you don't know, the number 69 is also a sexual position. And I remember every time in math class, any time in any class, in high school, the word 69, like everybody would laugh, even before I even knew what it meant. I heard people like 69, ha ha ha, and I'm over here like ha ha ha. In my head, I had no fucking idea. The ones that was explained to me, it was like, oh, makes sense. The number six, the number nine, the way they go together, it's the position. If you don't know it, fucking Google it. I'm not going to sit here and explain sexual positions on the Davecast. I could, but... I am not gonna. That's why I didn't want to go into sex with this. Like, let's not get into sex with this. Even though I'm here, I am. I'm Dave. I have, you know, I have a sex addiction. Is that what they say? Hello, my name's Dave, and I'm, I'm a sex addict. <sighs> Hello, I am Dave, and I am a sex addict. I don't know. I have an impulse control problem manifested into a sexual addiction. I'm working on it. Okay, you guys, we're not gonna get into that. I wasn't gonna get into that, but I did anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh. The fights this weekend, I'm going to get into those. I think I'm just trying to make sure I covered everything I wanted to cover when it came to porn. Gave you guys a little insight on my beginnings with porn. And, yeah. I think, I don't know. If you're a guy out there and you don't like porn, please send me an email. Um, and let me know. Like, I don't know. Maybe your just imagination is that good. Like, I don't got to look at porn. I can just yank one out or whatever. Using my imagination or using my thoughts or using my memories I have going on in here, you know. And... I don't know. If you use porn all the time to masturbate, uh, when you find when you don't have porn or access to it, and you got to use your imagination, you got to kind of dig deep sometimes. Because porn kind of 
make, it just makes it so much easier, you know. And nowadays they have such good quality video. This stuff, porn is just ridiculous. And I don't know. I, I know like I know a lot of girls that don't watch or say they don't watch porn, and I kind of believe them. I guess I'm, I think it is definitely more of a, a, a guy thing. But I know girls out there that do watch porn. So I don't know. What do you guys think of couples that watch porn together? I've never. I've actually never watched porn in any of my relationships with. I don't know. Like, do you think? I I I make jokes. I have jokes and stuff about it where it's like funny. Where you're like, you're. Do you watch? You can't watch a porn where a guy's got a big old donger, right? Like way bigger than yours. Because what if she's sitting there like, dang? You're like, hey, you now, mine does just fine. You know, I don't know. You know, do you want to want to watch that, or is she gonna get all insecure because the girl in the video's got fake boobies and she's like, you know, kind of fit or whatever, and she's, you know, your old lady's still losing the baby weight. You know, I don't know. What do you do? You know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like watching. That's what I always. That's, I think that's why I probably never have watched porn. I feel like it could cause animosity. Not me. I'm not insecure. I don't give a shit. Like, we could go find the porno with a guy with the biggest donger and just we could watch it. So you can. <laughs> why does he saying donger? I don't know what to call a guy's dick on the podcast. Jesus, you guys. <laughs> it's episode sixty nine. Ha 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 ha. Out of control. Who would have thought, right? Fucking UFC. Where we got him? 244, my notes here. I didn't want to make too much noise with it. Episode 240. <laughs> ah! I want to quit right now. Just quit. Just quit the fucking podcast. Here we go. UFC 244. Diaz all did not disappoint you guys. I'm going to go through my notes here real quick. Uh, we're going to get it. We'll get some MMA minute going on. Uh, for the, on the Thursday podcast, I dive into MMA a little deeper. This is me running through some of my thoughts and shit on uh, Saturday's awesome Madison Square Garden fight card. Uh, Andrew Arlosk, Andre Arlosky got knocked the fuck out, and the guy needs to just hang it up. Please, Andre Arlosky. I know you listen to my podcast, man, and I love you, bro. I've been a fan. I love your beard. I've been a fan of you since, you know, since I've started watching fighting, but you just got to hang it up, man. Derek Lewis went to a decision with Ivanov, and it was a fucking nuts. Ivanov, and they kept saying how tough he was the whole time. Okay, it's the fucking UFC. Everybody is tough. If you're fighting in a fucking cage, you're probably tough, right? So they go three rounds. Um, Derek Lewis landed the way bigger shots, and I think that's why they gave him the nod. Uh, the, the, the judges could have scored it either way, but... Uh, I just thought it was dumb. Like afterwards, Derek Lewis, he was trying to be all funny. Uh, Ivanov has a uh, has a a big scar where he got stabbed, uh, pretty much in the heart. Um, and Derek Lewis was making jokes about it, and it, this is kind of tacky. I don't know. I thought it sounded stupid, and then some, something about his booty hole, and it was like. I felt like he was trying a little too hard to be funny, and at the time he's probably like slightly concussed from taking some shots and tired, and he's just trying to be funny, and I don't know. It was fucking stupid. I thought it was. Kevin Lee is back, dude. Kevin Lee lost three of his last four fights, and he needed a big win. Man, and he he knocked Gregor Gillespie out cold with a head kick, just, and he set it up beautifully off a hook, and it was just nasty. And Kevin Lee needed that. Probably more than any other fighter. Uh, Gregor Gillespie will be back from this. He's young. Uh, he was undefeated. That was his first loss. So uh, I hope he's okay with the knockout, recovers good, and comes back tough. But fuck, Kevin Lee's back for sure. Steven Wonderboy Thompson fought, I guess you say Luke Hay. 
Luke Hay and they both, oh, fuck, tough. I was about to say he's tough. I'm about to, like, contradict my show and shit about how tough he is. But Wonder Boy put on a striking clinic and was just landing laser left hands. It was so much fun to watch. They put on such a great show. Great fucking fight, man. I don't know what's next for Wonder Boy and all that. We'll get more into that in MMA talk. I'm just running through the, the fights. And then Trump was at the fights. Uh, I watched a bunch of videos. There's videos floating around that are like, boot, Trump got booed at Madison Square Garden. And there are videos of him being booed when they introduced him when he came in. And then there are videos of people cheering like crazy when he came in. So I don't know if it's fucking propaganda. I don't know what it is. If it's on the internet, don't believe it. This is on the internet, Dave. Don't believe you. Nah, none of this. How do you guys even know any of this is true? Could I, I could sit here and just make up a bunch of stories. Oh, man. The first time I ever saw porn, I was actually in the Playboy Mansion. And I was a little kid. You know, my dad got invited there because he worked at a meat locker. And You know, I mean, I just make some shit up. Which that would make no sense. But Trump was at the fights. Or Dana White post, uh, posted a picture of him in this, like, private room on a, watching, the, watching him on a big screen with, uh, with President Trump. That's crazy, but awesome fights. Uh, Nate Diaz, uh, Jorge Masvidal. Dude, Masvidal, I ain't gonna lie to you, Masvidal was getting the better of the fight. Uh, he was landing, he was just landing some crazy good shots, but Nate Diaz, being Nate Diaz, walking through him, he got dropped a couple of times and put on his butt, and Jorge didn't really want much of Nate Diaz on the ground, but nobody does. Nate's nasty and tricky on the ground and lanky and... Jorge would go down there with him a couple different times and beat him up with some, some ground and pound and stuff. Uh, Nate had him. Nate would land some stuff from the bottom as well. So Jorge didn't want to be on the ground with him too much. Jorge landed the bigger, straight, the bigger, tougher, bigger, tougher. Fuck me and that tougher word. He landed the bigger, better shots. And then uh, even in the first round, Nate was already cut above his eye and on his cheek. And they let it go two more rounds until they, they stopped it. The, the crowd went crazy and was booing and was so mad that they stopped it. Uh, Nate was just jumping up and down like I'm ready to go. I don't want it to be stopped. I don't, I'm I'm ready to go. But I'm telling you, I seen that cut the first round, and I was surprised it went two more rounds. Believe it or not, some people say they should have let him just keep fighting, and his eye wasn't really in jeopardy. Uh, but I don't know, man. You got to be safe. And then Dana posted uh, pictures of the of it all stitched up, of Nate's face all stitched up, man, and. Uh, it was, it's pretty bad. There's, it's, you know, you got to be safe. And Nate's fucking face has already got so much goddamn scar tissue. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. But I guess they're going to do the rematch or whatever. They're going to play it back uh, whenever Nate gets healed up and they get ready to go again. So I don't know if they're going to play it back right away or not. Who knows the way the UFC plays its cards sometimes. But uh, I thank both those guys for putting on such a fucking amazing fight, man. Jorge Masvidal right now impressed the shit out of me he's if he keeps if he stays healthy and he keeps fighting the way he's fighting he's gonna be tough to beat so uh that's the podcast you guys thank you for listening episode 69 i know it got out of control and it got weird but uh, i try to throw some porn knowledge you guys way uh throw you guys a little history about my porn my porn life you know and i, I was a military guy away from home a lot we were porn was life to us we us. I never sat down with a group of guys and all watched porn. That's a weird thing. Well, when I was younger, when I was a kid, we'd all sit in the same room and watch porn. But I never got into that. Maybe I should have. Maybe that'd be funny. We'll save that for another time, I guess. Uh, sorry, not sorry for my voice being scratchy. Still, you guys, I don't know what it is. Maybe I talk too much. I haven't started smoking cigarettes or anything, so I'm going to start sounding like my dad here pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, macho man. That's my macho man impression.
Uh, hit me up, you guys. Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. I'm Funny Welder on everything else Twitch, Instagram, all the social media except for Facebook. Uh, but you guys can follow the Dave Cast page on Facebook. I got people that are still looking out for me and sharing it and helping me out. You guys share it, like it, help me out, throw me feedback, uh, send me some questions, something you want me to talk about, whatever. If you want to be on it, let me know. Find me. Yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. This was episode 69. Uh, see you guys on Thursday later.